0: Good. He puts a dent in the way. Patridge. Patridge has scored. What about Andrew King? Put him in the second. Put him somewhere. He's too good for this game. Yes. Yes. Welcome back to another episode of the NRL Super Coach podcast, hosted by the AC Whisperer. Now, yesterday we touched on wacko Whisperers, NRL side, and Trent Copeland's, and this morning Brian Seney, also known as the NRL physio, has just dropped his, so I thought I'd jump behind the mic and, and give you guys some more thoughts on what I think of prominent figures in the community's teams. Now, if you guys don't know who Brian Seney is or, or the NRL physio, he's probably the best account to go to for all injury analysis and get a real idea as to how long players can be out for before it's officially announced. Um, he's always on the money, spot on with uh, with injuries, and um, it's just at NRL Physio on all platforms. I highly recommend you guys go check it out. Another one that I recommend turning notifications on for. But without further ado, let's get straight into it. So up top, he's got Damian Cook. Now, uh, I made a note yesterday that I don't think Cook is probably the premier option to go for a hooker. Uh, just, I don't see his play style correlating. Uh, the same with these new rules. Obviously, everyone says he's a running nine, but over the last couple of uh, months in the last season, he's shown that he's really honed in his playmaking ability. So, look, I expect Cook to be up there in terms of averages. I don't expect him to be the best. Um, I still think that goes to Harry Grant, uh, if all things considered with uh, Brandon Smith don't hinder that. Next, he has Jake, Jake Simpkins. Um, yeah, look, like I said yesterday, I think Little's the premier option with your nine. So. I know it's going to free up money, but if you're going to go with a cheap hooker, I think it has to be Jacob Little. Now, front row forward, he's gone with someone different that I haven't seen in any of these telegraph teams, and it's Alex Twile. Look, Alex Twile last year and the year before was real Supercoach gold. He's just a guy that... Pumps out real consistent scores. He played 13 for the Tigers when they had no one in their forward pack to really do anything. Um, unfortunately, I don't see that happening again this year. Obviously, they brought in James Tarmel, they brought in Joe Offa Uh Luciano Le is going to go to another level. Sean Bloor um, is now emerging on the scene. Uh, Stefano as well. So I don't think the touches are going to be there for Alex Twal, I think he's going to interchange with Joe Offa a little bit between the front row and the lock position. So um, I think he's similar to Tino in terms of price and in terms of stock. I'm um, just not too sure where how much upside there is in Twal. I expect him to get around 60 points a game, but I think you can find better options for a little bit more money. Now, the next man he's got is Christian Welch for 453 k and I really like Christian Welch. Um... He showed real problems at the back end of last year. I think he's the best front rower in the game. Um, just the way he pumps through work and gets steward, people can, can talk about Josh Papali all they want, but I think in terms of consistency and that's what you want out of your front rower. I think Christian Welch um has to be up there in, in the conversation. He really showed his uh class at origin level two. He's a bloke that just can really get through work, um, in, in limited minutes too and all he needs is a bit of extra game time and, and he could be a, an easy 65 average player at 450k. On his uh, bench for the front row forwards, he's gone with Matt Lodge at 299k and long-time followers of mine know that I was very high on Matt Lodge. Um, I didn't see anyone speaking about him until I dropped an article and uh, now he's in teams left, right and centre. So. Uh, I'm going to claim that as a win for me, but uh, look, yeah, Matt Lodge, we know what he can do. 64 average in 2019, um, hampered by injuries and rotation last year, with Payne Haas being suspended uh, probably, and he's uh, reduced minutes. If Matt Lodge can grab a starting role, uh, he's definitely one to, to have on your bench. I think if you're choosing between Hetherington and Lodge, I think Lodge is, uh, has a much more upside. And on the bench, he has a Stefano or Toi Um Now, yeah, I said the same thing as I said in every pod. Uh, Stefano is pretty much a must-have a front row at bottom dollar price. Um you can maybe go outside the box and go like a Spensalino for thirty K more. But um yeah, look I'm I'm pretty much happy to to lock Stefano in as a as a must-have in that front row. Second row forward, he has gone uh a little bit lighter. He's just gone take Jason Tamlolo as his sole gun. Um as we spoke about yesterday, four averages uh above seventy in the last four years. So want to really put in there, set and forget, he's not going to be an origin player, so he's going to get you through those periods as well, um, the next player is David Fafita, now obviously we know what Fafita can do with the ball and highlights, um, as I mentioned in prior pods, I'm not too sure where his workload comes from, um, he's not someone that really wants to to do the shit hit ups and get get those base scores, I think he relies heavily on attack and I do think the Titans forward pack can lay him that platform to gain those attacking stats, but for the money at 570k, um, I'd much more be happier to take someone with a bit more consistency in the base uh his third second row for spot is Tino Fasulo Malawi at 504k similar to Twile like I've said before not too sure how much upside there is in Twile uh, in in Tino sorry um yeah just he needs he needs a forward pack to to get him on the front foot as well so um, the Titans have two really explosive uh, ball runners in their forward pack which is fantastic for them but in terms of the super coach standing uh, I'm not too sure how much upside there is in Tino um, I've said it countless times, I'll say it again, Mitch and Tanner Boyd, aren't Cameron Smith, so just getting that ball and, and getting it out to him early and getting him over that advantage line, I think might be a little bit of a challenge. And the last two spots, sorry, last three spots have gone to Jordan Ricky, Sean Bloor, and Ben Travojevic. Um Now, Jordan Ricky and Sean Bloor have touched on, so I'm not going to go over them too much. You guys know my thoughts on those two guys. But, uh, but Ben Trevojevic has been on the cusp of probably a first-grade debut for the last 18 months, uh, Burbo, as he's known, obviously, his brother Gerbo, and Turbo at the back, uh, if we can get all three void which is on the field, that'd be fantastic viewing, but I'm not too sure on Manly's depth and how far away he is, I'm not a Manly fan, um, I just know he's a prominent figure, a big body that, that plays a second-row centre, so, um, he's just, he's similar to, to Tommy in that sort of lanky mould, but he's just a little bit thicker than him, so, Really good highlights from him, but I'm uh, not too sure how far away from playing a first grade game uh, Ben is. In the halves, he's gone Nathan Cleary and Sam Walker. Um, like I said, Cleary is just probably the standout gun in the in the halfback roles, with very little cheapies emerging um, and the mid range options are not overly desirable. Uh, I think you're going to have to run Cleary and and maybe another gun halfback in my opinion, but he's gone with Sam Walker here. Uh, I've said it a couple of times, I'm not too sure where he he's getting game time. Uh, I think Lachlan Lamb will get first crack, and then I think Adam Kieran's probably second in line. I don't think Trent Robinson will want to um, expose Walker too early. Uh, I think he's happy to, to have him in that Rooster system for another year or so, just to get him around the boys, get him uh, familiar with the culture of the Roosters, familiar with the speed of the NRL, and then maybe give him a full crack debut next year. But if it goes uh, awful with and Lamb there, there's definitely an option for Walker to play, but and Lamb has shown he's a he's a pretty quality uh, footy player, and I think he'll do just fine at the 7. Now, at five eighth he has gone Cameron Munster and Shanil Harris-Tavita. Now, I've spoken on Cameron Munster. If he gets the goal kicking, he could average seventy five eighty 80 uh, easily. So I think him or Walker are the ones you have to run with. Um, and Chanil Harris-Tavita, now, I've recorded podcasts with other content creators and Um, We've spoken about Chanel Harris-Devito, and I haven't looked too heavily into the stats. Um, I know that he had a pretty good come home last year. He also will goal kick, but I think the Warriors will regress this year. Um, I don't think they're going to go as well as people think they will. I also think their coach is a big uh, factor in that. We look at Todd Payton and, and Nathan Brown side by side. They're two very different coaches, and with the Warriors being in the country for another year, I'm not too sure how that's going to go with them mentally. I don't like this pick of Harris-DeVita just because there's so much uncertainty around. And just yeah, like I said, I personally don't think they're going to go too well. Uh, I think Cody Nicorima will take the majority of the ball as well. So that just leaves Harris-DeVita as a secondary option, in my opinion. At center wings, he has gone Valentine Holmes, who I've said many times, if you are going to go an expensive center wing, I think Valentine Holmes is the man I had Brian Toto locked in as my expensive centre wing, but with the news that he is moving to the left edge outside Crichton, um, I don't see the attacking stats as what he would have got. If we look at side-by-side side, him and Mansour, um, I'm pretty sure Toto got much more attacking stats in the game time that he did play. Um, and he also has Remus Smith in the Melbourne Storm. I'm not too sure where uh, Remus Smith is going to get his base from. Obviously, we know that in that Melbourne system, he can be a fantastic try scorer, but he's never had a really big motor on him. I think a lot of the ball will go down Adokar's side. But he also could be competing in the center. So there's a wing spot available at the Storm, but obviously Raymond Smith's natural position is center. So it's going to be a case of where he competes and where he gets that uh that game time. His next centre wing is Bally Simmonson at 205k. Bally Simmonson is in my side. I think that wing spot is his to lose. Um obviously yeah same as Raymond Smith. We're gonna to need to get the base out of him. Um, he, we're going to need to get some tries as well, but at 130 k cheaper, I do prefer Bally Simmonson over Remus Smith. The last four, Tessie New, Max Viega, Joseph Suwali, and Hayes Dunster. Uh, obviously, Suwali and Dunster, both bottom dollar cheapies. Not too sure if they're going to see game time this year. Um, it just depends on the rotation for the Parramatta Eels as to where uh, Hayes Dunster does see fit. And same with Sawale, I think he's uh, third or fourth in the pecking order in terms of centers. Same as Walker, I think they're going to blood him in and and not expose him to first grade footy so early. And obviously, Tessie New and Max Viega, both uh, reported to start, both cheap prices. I made a post yesterday saying Tessie New was a must-have, and obviously Max Viega showed a little bit of class last year, we didn't see a whole lot of him, Um, but I definitely can see him having a good year this year. I don't want him to fall into the braden Army trap of just scoring 20s every week and not really kicking on for super coaches. And the fullbacks are James Tedesco and Tom Travojevic. I think these two pick themselves on their day. Turbo is uh, the best fullback in the game and we know the consistency that uh, James uh, Tedesco can put out. So no issues with them uh, here at all. Uh, I really like those two selections. Now, my overview for Brian Sini's team. I think there's some spots that he can really uh, fix up. Uh, a couple of cheapies that aren't going to play, and, and maybe Alex Twile and Tino that we could look to upgrade to, to other players or downgrade to, to the next lot of players. But um, that's going to wrap it up today for us today, guys. I'm going to continue with these live reacts. So if you guys want me to review your teams, please send them to me. I'm going to look to get you guys on the podcast and keep your friends close and keep your pods closer. A jacket potato out of you, get that and the cheese and the coleslaw, even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.